Jezreel, the place, was a site of bloodshed. Jehu was chosen by God to replace King Ahab, who, along with his wife Jezebel, had led the northern kingdom of Israel into gross idolatry. Jehu took to the job immediately and with great zeal. He butchered the house of Omri, which dynasty had put Ahab on the throne, and Jehu massacred the worshippers of Baal in Israel as he laid claim to the throne. Much of that blood was spilled at a place called Jezreel. Later, a man named Hosea was chosen by God to be his prophet to the northern kingdom, who were caught up in a syncretistic form of idolatry that blended Baal worship with the worship of the true God. Hosea, too, rose to the occasion and at God's command married the prostitute Gomer as a symbol of God's marriage to unfaithful Israel. The first child born to Hosea and Gomer was a baby boy. God chose a name for the boy. Call him Jezreel, because I will soon punish the house of Jehu for the massacre at Jezreel, and I will put an end to the kingdom of Israel. In that day I will break Israel's bow in the valley of Jezreel. So Jezreel, the person, was a reminder of bloodshed. We know nothing about him except his name and his parents' names, and the reason those parents gave him that name It's nice to know that his name was so deliberately a message from God to the world. It's troubling to know that the message was so negative. Jezreel, the person, was supposed to be a constant reminder of the severe discipline that Israel had brought on themselves by needing to be rescued from their idolatry by bloodshed, by needing to be brought out of their sin by more sin. And therefore Jezreel was a constant reminder of the fact that sinners cannot save sinners by sinning. We can't sin our way out of our own sins. We can't sin our way out of the consequences of sin. We can't sin our way out of deserving God's wrath. Jezreel, the person, had a name that was a preaching of the law to the nation, to the world, to all humanity. So that's heavy and couldn't have been pleasant. The law isn't pleasant for sinners to hear. The law isn't pleasant for sinners to preach. The law couldn't have been pleasant for a sinful person like Jezreel to be constantly reminding everyone of, including himself, just by having the name that he had. The law is unpleasant for sinners. The way medicine is unpleasant to the sick. The way hot water is unpleasant on fingers numbed by the cold the way mirrors are unpleasant if you don't particularly like the way you look. The law is good, the law is necessary, the law is needed. We are not good, and so we don't want what we need. But to be a constant reminder of that, with the name your parents gave you and the circumstances of your birth, how could you live like that? Except you do. Maybe not with your name. Definitely with your life. Definitely by living a life that will certainly end in death. You are a constant reminder of the law to those who are paying the right kind of attention. You cannot sin your way out of your sins. You cannot sin your way out of the consequences of your sins. You can't sin your way out of deserving God's wrath. And according to your nature, all you can do is sin. 
and therefore everything you do is an unpleasant reminder of what every human being needs to hear. We are not good, but God is. And God is so good that there's no room for anything not good with Him. And the beauty of the law is exactly that. It's in the stiff medicine of the awareness of sin. It's in the painful shock of finding ourselves numb to our sin, numb to the biggest threat to our well-being. The beauty of the law is that it is a perfect mirror that shows us exactly how ugly we are so that we can see more clearly the profundity of the love that God has for us anyway. And numb hearts can wake with feeling to the mercy God extends to us. And the medicinal effect of the law in making us aware of our sin is much more like the diagnosis we need to hear so that we understand how much healing the medicine God provides is accomplishing in us. In other words, if you're the right kind of reminder of God's law, then you get to be a pointer, a signal, a neon flashing sign pointing out the treasure of the gospel. Did Jezreel get that? The God who named him sure wanted him to. God wanted Jezreel's name to preach the law and remind everyone of God's response to the problem of our sin. Yes, wrath. More love. In a word, Jesus. You and I are dust and breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a Wells pastor serving our Savior Lutheran Church in Pomona, California. Get in touch on Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod, on Twitter at Dust Breath Pod, or by emailing dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shawey, who is built like a city that is closely compacted together. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave a review in iTunes or just share an episode on social media, I'd really appreciate it. It's the only way other people can find the show. Now, go do what God made you to do. Be who God called you to be. Go see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son.